This is Chapter 42 of the WCBS Author Talks podcast. I'm Lisa Chernkovich. You know what that sound means. Tis the season for our holiday shopping. But don't fret if you haven't started on your list yet. We've got you covered this week with some great gift ideas for all the readers in your life. Do a Google search of books as gifts and you'll come across no shortage of advice both touting the idea and advocating against it. Well, we spoke with DK Publishing editor Ali Singer, who says shoppers shouldn't be apprehensive of giving books as gifts. Some people aren't sure if the people they're giving a gift to um, is a reader. Uh, but with DK Books, I think that there are so many subjects to choose from that you can find the perfect book for everyone on your list. We've got a lot of great holiday books for that. And there's also really no age limit. I know you have some great kid books as well and even baby books. Absolutely. We've got a lot of great books for kids, great books for adults, and then books for families, too, that they can kind of all read together and enjoy. In terms of baby books, I think my favorite title for the season is Goodnight Baby Moon. And this is an adorable little book. It's the story of a family of rabbits walking through the forest over the course of a month. And the baby rabbit gets concerned because the moon appears to be disappearing. Uh, And the mother rabbit explains, you know, don't worry, the moon is coming back. And of course, by the end of the book, spoiler alert, uh, the moon does come back. It's a really nice gift. And the front cover lights up, too. So it's just perfect for a little kid. Books have gone high tech now, haven't they? They sure have light up covers, Um, but we also have some books that are a bit lower tech because they inspire you to make things using things you have in your house. Uh, Maker Lab is one of my favorite books to give this year, and it's 28 awesome experiments where you can build, invent, discover, and really apply the science that you're learning about in the classroom. Kids about nine plus are really going for this one. And for the more advanced readers, let's talk about coffee table books. I know you have quite a few, right? That we do. DK is known for our gorgeous coffee table books, and they cover a whole breadth of subjects. Um, One of the ones that I'm a huge fan of this year is Remarkable Books, which is just the history of the most important books in the world from something like the Dead Sea Scrolls through to more modern literature. My favorite book, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, is in there. And this is a good book to get someone who loves to read and who loves books um, because it's got a gorgeous cover with lots of different book spines on it. It's something they'll be really proud to have on their coffee table. It's sort of the book for the book lover who has every book. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a bit of um, bookception, perhaps. <laughs> and I know I got to take a look at the Smithsonian's and Illustrated History of Travel, and that's actually really cool, too. Yeah, we've got a lot of books that are really good for travel buffs. Um, Journey in particular is really great. It's the history of travel and transportation, but not just from the technology angle, also from kind of the romance of travel, like the early railways. And I think the cover of it is just gorgeous. Um, And then Natural Wonders of the World, showing you places all around the world that are absolutely breathtaking. And we've got really gorgeous photography to show that off. What is it about books that make them such a great gift? Personally, I start off my holiday shopping every year in a local bookstore because if you can make the connection between a topic someone loves and a gorgeous book, it'll really feel like a personal gift. Instead of just giving a gift card or another item that needs batteries, you know, or will encourage screen time, you can give a book. Um, And especially for kids, it'll encourage that lifelong love of reading, which is what DK really aims to help with. Well, Allie, thank you for some stellar recommendations. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Lisa. And have a great holiday. You too. Looking for even more ideas? 
For the fourth year in a row, Publishing House Penguin is offering a free online personalized book recommendation hotline. We got the details from company president Madeline McIntosh. So the Penguin Hotline is a it's a program, a free service we provide every every holiday period and it runs for just a couple of weeks. You go to penguinhotline.com and you fill out a form where you tell us just a couple of things about somebody you're trying to buy a present for and then we come back to you with a personalized customized recommendation list um, for books that would work for that person. And this is not an algorithm. This is a real person putting together. No, these are real people. Yeah. No, this is uh, the thing about books is there's so many of them, um, but finding just the right one can can be uh, too much work even for a robot. So we put to work about 400 volunteers here at Penguin Random House for the holiday period, and they come from all different departments that work on in book publishing. So from editorial and designers to accountants and salespeople, and uh, and even if if the person who receives your request doesn't know exactly the right book to to fit that that need, they just walk down the hallway and quiz their colleagues and come up with the right answer. So is there any kind of training involved or is it just, you know, they're really just book lovers who want to We share are love? book lovers and nerds. We just we we love we live and breathe books all the time. And so um, there's no there's no real training involved with that. Um, and I think if we didn't if we weren't quite as book obsessed as we we are, we we probably would go do different kinds of jobs uh, so that that's all the training we need. And I think it's worth noting that you're not just going to be recommending Penguin books. Right. We we really think, I mean, as much as, as I would love it if, if we published all the, the best books to recommend, uh, we really want this to be a service that works, uh, works, works best for the consumer. So we don't expect them to have to think about who's the publisher and instead really just recommend what is the right book um, to meet that request. So what exactly was the inspiration behind this hotline? Well, I had always been fascinated by something called the Butterball Turkey Hotline, where the good folks at Butterball Turkey let you call them every every Thanksgiving week and quiz them about what to do with that frozen turkey. And I thought that was such a genius idea. And so we, we tried it out starting in 2014 here at Penguin, not cooking penguins, but instead just putting the uh, put our, putting our book expertise to work in helping people solve their, their shopping needs for, for the holiday. And I bet you've, re- you've received some interesting requests over the years. We do. They're they're kind of all over the place. Um, we get some that are really really uh, vague. Like I want to um, I want to to give a a book to the young man, the nice young man who bags groceries for me. And that's I don't know anything about him. I don't even know his name. Help me out. So it ranges from there to another kind of request we got last year from um, from a young woman who went on and on at great length about how much her brother drove her crazy and how he was so disorganized and such a pain in the neck. Um, But she thought there must be a book for him. And so we had a really fun personal connection with her to come up with just the right book for her, her annoying brother. And they're both great examples that really the book, a book is a perfect gift for anybody. Yeah, that's it. That's what we believe. I mean, whether you're talking about somebody who's an avid reader, um, 
and, or somebody who maybe hasn't read for a while. They've gotten distracted or somebody who's never really been a, been a book fan and maybe they're not going to get deeply immersed in a novel, but maybe they have a hobby like, you know, music or, or sports or something. And a book can be, it's the not obvious solution, um, a way to kind of get them something connected to their hobby or interest that they might not have thought of themselves. And speaking of that, I know before this interview, I sent you the details of a person on my list that's a little difficult to shop for, (laughs) for a recommendation. So that was a 31-year-old man interested in medicine, movies, guitars, and is a fan of the Game of Thrones series. Yes. So this is uh, this is a fun one. I love it when it's a fun mix of uh, a bunch of different things. Uh, the ones that came to mind uh, for me were because of the Game of Thrones connection. What I would recommend is an author named Patrick Rothfuss. He has written a fantastic fantasy series called The King Killer Chronicles. The first one is The Name of the Wind. And the good thing about this is even if you, or if the person you're shopping for is not um, a hardcore fantasy reader, they've maybe just come to it because of The Game of Thrones. Um, this this is really works for them. It's just great storytelling. And the good thing here also is, so if the book is available, you can either go really budget level because it's available in paperback, or you can go a little high end because there's now a big deluxe gift edition available. So that's what I would would suggest for that angle. Um, for the guitar angle, um, and I know guitar fans come in, in all different um, shapes and sizes, but there's one you might pick is Play It Loud by Brad Talinsky and Alan DePerna. It's the history of the electric guitar, and it's an excellent read. And then finally, on the medicine angle, um, I think you can't really go wrong with Siddhartha Mukherjee. Um, he is a brilliant writer, and his book most recently is called The Gene, An Intimate History, and it's just a great history of what actually makes us what we are, which is the gene. So you'll feel smarter once once you read that one. Thank you for that. I feel smarter now. I know what to get. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. So, Madeline, is there anything else you want to add about the Penguin Hotline or giving books as a gift in general? No, I think it's just the the idea that um, that um, we really believe that books make great gifts. It's a great solution, and but we know it can be an intimidating thing to figure out, and you've got a lot of other things going on this uh, this holiday period. So, come to the Penguin Hotline and uh, PenguinHotline.com, and we will make it really easy for you. Maybe you want to give more than just a book. Well, the folks at the Bookish Box have just the thing. I caught up with Justine Woods, the company's owner, curator, and designer. For people who don't know, what is Bookish Box? The Bookish Box, it's a literary-inspired monthly subscription. So each month we include a shirt, a new release book, and as a subscriber you could choose if you want it to be YA or an adult fiction, and uh, some bookish goodies that we source from small shops to kind of do this whole encompassing feel of I'm meeting a new book and there's all this great stuff for it. Where did this idea come from? A long time ago, I started as a shirt company and I really wanted to find a way to do where I was sending something out monthly and I was a stay-at-home mom and I kind of started dabbling in the idea of doing a subscription box and the model of subscription services and I found that there was a market for it. So it started off with just shirts and items inspired by a literary theme and then we launched adding books after a lot of customers requesting them. So now we include books too. How do you choose what goes into a box? Because I'm sure you have a lot to choose from. The book comes first, always. So we start off with reading a ton of books for whatever month we're on. 
and I will read all the books that look interesting that are going to release in that month and then I narrow it down to one or two or three that I just loved and I was like I have to share this with my people my readers are gonna love these so then I look at these books and I say what can I build a theme around so when I have my book that I think I can build a theme around then I do that so if say the book was uh, the upside of unrequited there was a very diverse, beautiful cast in this book. So we said, let's do a whole theme around diverse characters. Let's go there. And so we did that. And that was our whole theme. And then we started pulling other books that feature diverse characters as inspirational pieces for the box. How much does a subscription cost? So we fully customize. So you choose what you want in a box. Do you want a book and a shirt? Do you want a shirt and items? How do you want it to look? So our boxes range from $18 to $38. $38 being a full shirt, a brand new release book, and three to five items that are sourced from Etsy shops. And what's the reaction bit? Wonderful. We there's a very special joy in watching unboxing videos. So there's a whole phenomenon of people who will order boxes and then go on YouTube and open them in front of their subscribers. And like when they pull out items and they're really excited, they're like, oh my God, it's really special. So we've seen tremendous growth every month since we've started. And it's always because our subscribers are so passionate about what they're getting. And where can people go if they're interested in subscribing? Thebookishbox.com. Great. Uh, is there anything about what you do and what you're doing that you think people should know? Yeah, I think books are really special. They kind of provide a mirror for people who are dealing with difficult times and they can kind of get to see that happy ending for themselves maybe if they're not living in their own life. It also provides an escape and in different political climates when you kind of need an escape, it's really special. And it also provides friendships. Like there's a whole community of book people that have happened just from books and I'm just happy to help facilitate that process. So it's special for us. If you missed that website, it's thebookishbox.com. That's thebookishbox.com. And finally, for the book lover who has everything, comes a unique gift idea from the Smithsonian Libraries. For as little as $250 or less than the price of an Xbox One, you can make a donation to the library's Adopt-A-Book program, which funds the conservation, acquisition, and digitization of books and manuscripts. I spoke with best-selling crime writer Jeffrey Deaver about it. I have been a, um, I guess you would say, a consumer of the Smithsonian Museums for many years. And fairly recently, I learned about the library program that every Smithsonian Museum has its own library with a grand total of over two million books and then a lot of research material and a lot of other things. Now I have been a writer since I was 11 years old. I wanted to write uh, fiction from that age. It took me a long time to do it and a lot of diversions. I was an attorney, I was a folk singer, I was a journalist, but nonetheless I've always believed in the magic of books and when I had the opportunity to participate in the Smithsonian Library program and the Adopt-A-Book plan, I jumped on the case and uh, so here I am. Have you used the Smithsonian's resources while researching your books? I'm a sick and twisted kind of guy, I do have to say. And I have used the uh, Natural History Museum because I wrote a book, um, my gosh, this goes back quite a while, called The Twelfth Card. And it was about um, the African-American, early African-Americans in uh, Manhattan with a connection to, to Virginia. And I used the Natural History Museum in, um, um, in Washington, D.C., on the, you know, the mall there. That was very helpful. And I had in mind writing a book, um, sort of an avionics book, about the um, early space era. 
Uh, I haven't done anything with that book yet, but um, I will research that at the Air and Space Museum, of course, both the one at um, downtown and then there's another one out at um, uh, Dulles Airport. So you mentioned how you learned about the program. Have you adopted a book yourself? I have adopted a book, and I have to tell you what the book I adopted was. Not only have I adopted the book, uh, because this is an actual hard copy of a book that the museum is now acquiring, uh, thanks to me, I say rather immodestly, but I have bought a copy as well that I'm going to now read. The title of the book is uh, The Radical and the Republican, and by, written by Professor uh, James Oates. And when I first saw the title, I said, I have to get this book because it has to be about Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. Well, obviously it isn't. It's about Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln and their uh, uh, fascinating uh, relationship because it began, um, you know, with certain um, elements of frisson between them and then they, it grew into a friendship and a working, uh, working relationship. So I'm a proud, uh, proud uh, uh, adopter of that, of that volume. What would you say to someone who's maybe on the fence about adopting a book to convince them to do it? Well, to be silly about it, I'd say do it or I'll put you in my book and make you a dead body. <laughs> I write, you know, sick and twisted thrillers. What, uh, to be serious about it, though, um, books are so very special. Books are really the lifeline uh, between uh, democracy and freedom and humankind. And if not for books and, and preserving our history in books, we are a lesser civilization for that. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the Smithsonian Libraries? I guess I would say that, you know, this, there are so many resources available to so many people around the country. Uh, folks may not realize that there are 21 or 22 museums. Uh, they're in Washington, D.C., largely. They're in Maryland. Uh, there's a museum in Panama, the Tropical Museum that the Smithsonian runs. Of course, the Cooper Hewitt here in uh, in New York, New York City. Um, when I travel around the country, which I do on book tour quite a bit, people tend not to look at the East Coast for all the resources they have. I would say when you're on the anywhere in um, Maryland, uh, Washington, the New York area, um, get, on a, get in a cab, take an Uber, get on the subway or whatever, come to one of the museums, spend the day there, ask to see the libraries because they're all open to the public and you will learn a great deal, bring your kids, instill that magic in learning and in books in your family. And that's a wrap. We've tweeted out links to all the great gift ideas we've mentioned this week. Look for them at WCBS 880 Books. And best wishes for a happy holiday from all of us here at WCBS Author Talks.